Hi everyone, welcome back to the Diary of an LDF podcast. I'm Alexia. And I'm Rehan. And we are your hosts. Yes, we're so excited. We're back for another episode. Well, like, I'm like extra energized today. I don't know why. Probably because we're doing it a lot earlier. I know. Usually we do this podcast at night, like like at the Super end of the late. day, like really late. But we're actually really doing late. it like evening, like midday now. And it's it's yeah. weird. It's different. <laughs> And there's like daylight in the room. It's kind of nice. Like it's kind of nice to like looking at you right now and seeing your light in the yeah, house. Yeah, you too. You too. It's like right? wow. It's like life. <laughs> exactly. I feel more alive today. So I think we're gonna have a really jam packed podcast today <laughs> with all this information that we learned. I think so too. I think so too. I mean, so we're talking about like what are we talking about today? We're talking about knowing your worth and standing knowing up your for worth. yourself because it's exactly. like it's a common thing that we've that you've experienced especially this past week so and yeah. it's something that we constantly go through is like reminding ourselves of our words so i mean tell exactly. us a little bit about like your experience with that this week yeah so i've had a i've had a rough week with this one so okay. just from my own personal experience with social media we usually charge for content so if you're working with a brand you want to charge them your rates you're supposed to have rates of what you charge so with my own experience, um, other influencers have management, you know, have like, you know, um, agencies they're a part of. But I've chosen the the solo route because I really want to make sure that I am getting my money's worth. Mm-hmm. And also another, you know, side note is just being a Latina in the social media world, it's harder to get the right representation. So I feel more comfortable representing myself and, you know, yeah. working and negotiating with myself. But also working for yourself and this goes along with like any other thing you do it's like you have to learn about the industry you have to learn what should i be charging what's too low what's this what's that Mm -hmm. so i had a scenario this week where i had this company come up to me or email me and ask me if i could do like a collab with them and um they wanted me to post a certain amount of videos and they offered me a number and to be honest with you that number is like it's not even what i would typically charge for even just one post it was kind of a a low offer for what they were asking and mind you this company was a big like it was a big artist who is ran through um or he is signed with sony so like he's a, you oh, know wow. a, a really yeah he's a really big artist in the latin industry he's a reggaeton artist okay so i was like mm, i was very hesitant about it because i didn't feel like i was getting what i was worth out of the deal you know i, get you. I feel like i was kind of being lowballed but Luckily, with finding the right people and finding the right sources, like shout out to Christy if she's listening, <laughs> but finding the right people and finding the right sources, you have to educate yourself and you learn. So that's kind of what I had to do. I, I had to figure out, okay, well, what are the rates I should be charging? How do I know I'm getting, you know, my my worth out of it? And they're getting they're getting what they want and I'm getting the money for my labor that I'm putting into it because putting like what they in this specific uh, situation i can't even talk (laughs) but this specific situation what they wanted me to do was like multiple videos and not for nothing as much as it might seem like oh it's a one minute video or it's a 15 second video a lot of work goes into them they really it really you know there's a lot of work that goes into it yeah so it's not um it's not that like i wouldn't do it for a certain price or a low price it's just that i want to get my my money or what i not my money's worth i want to get what i'm worth out of yes it, exactly you know because i know my value and i've learned that so my yeah that was kind of my scenario this week just trying to figure out like how and how to approach them because when you, i'm a type of person i'm just very nice mm-hmm. so like if they're like oh we'll do it for this much i tend to agree because i'm like all right yeah whatever 
But and so I have learned I have to be stern. I have to be like a little bit rough and be like, no, like I'm putting my foot down. You're either going to work with me on this price or if not, I'm not working for you. I'm not doing it. So that's kind of been my, you know, situation I had to learn is like how to stand up for myself and not be afraid, you know, to hurt anyone's feelings. Because I kind of have to be like, you know, a big girl and approach them in a very like as if a manager would approach someone, you know, a manager is there to defend you. A manager is there to argue, negotiate. And I have become my own manager. So it's it stinks because I don't want it to reflect on me as a influencer, what I'm like, you know, like I don't yeah, want to like, like you oh want gosh. you don't want your like your personality to be in question either. Exactly. Yeah. So that, I think that's been the for me the the struggle of doing that like on my own is like having to separate okay, businesswoman from like content creator, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's kind of what I had to do. So that has been my situation. Um, but I know we've talked about this before. This can apply to anything. I mean, even with, you know, your photographers. So, I mean, have you experienced similar things like that? Yeah, definitely. I literally go through this all the time. And, you know, just like you said, I feel like this is a topic that a lot of people can relate to. You know, we're constantly, yeah. you know, I feel like we're constantly putting ourselves down and thinking that we're not, like, good enough and, like, that we don't deserve more than what we're asking for or what we're being Mm -hmm. offered. But in reality, you know yourself, you know? Like, you, for example, you know the quality of work that you put out, especially in your videos. And, like, me, I I care about my quality of work so much, too. So I, you know, as a photographer, I do freelance photography. And, you know, some most of the time I charge really, really low because I don't know, I'm afraid of asking for more because I'm just afraid that people will like not want to work with me or they'll think that's too much or, you know, and it's like, okay, so I'm like, okay, like I'll just charge low and just to get the job, you know, just to like make at least something and to like, you know, get some more content for my portfolio. But in reality, I spend so much more time on the photos like taking the photos editing the photos than what it pays and it's like Mm -hmm. I know that I should be charging more but it's like it's like building up the courage to like even set that for yourself too like not even like telling people it's like kind of like an internal thing sometimes too like sometimes I feel like no like that's a little too high like should I like like I don't think I'm gonna spend that much time but really it truly I will spend that much time on it so it's like why am I not like you know compensating for my own time why am I not like putting out that that standard for myself you know that's that's, it's just a constant struggle with that and it's hard it's really hard to like so hard it's hard to be assertive you know like how you just said with um like communicating for yourself as your own manager it's hard to assert yourself in emails or over the phone or in person when it comes to discussing money especially because I don't know like I feel like this is a big like it's a taboo thing sometimes like discussing salary discussing how much money you're making or how much money you charge like no one really talks about it it's very hush hush no yeah no people are super hush hush about it yeah i mean i've experienced that even amongst like influencers like nobody wants to talk about their rates so it's always like a very like yeah well i just know i'm not being charged enough you know like but no one ever talks about the rates even i i mean i talk about my rates with my people i feel comfortable with Mm -hmm. like comfortable with you know my close friends and stuff like that because when no one else is talking about it, it makes me feel a little weird for me to talk about it so i'm okay i guess i'll keep it to myself you know yeah. but at the same time as much as it's like it, i get it why people keep it to themselves 
it is even harder for us to figure out our worth because there's no examples because nobody talks about it. Exactly. You know? exactly. Nobody talks about it. Literally. Nobody wants to talk about how much they're charging. I mean, even with photography, like before I even got into social media, like influencing, I remember when I, and my stories always go back to Disney. When I was at Disney, there was photographers who would charge people like that had annual pass mm-hmm. and they would do photo shoots within the parks. Oh, okay. So something I wanted to do when I went to Disneyland was I wanted to do a photo shoot at Disneyland with this photographer that I found on Instagram. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, to be, to be honest, I kind of wish I would have done it, but I ended up not doing it. Aww. And I still got good pictures. I brought my camera. I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring my own camera and my friends will do it for me. But I looked at like her rates. And at the time, I was very interested in photography. Like, I would do photography for family and friends mm-hmm. and not really, you know, like, I wouldn't really, what's the right word? I wouldn't really charge. I wouldn't really um, like. I wouldn't. I wouldn't get any money from anybody because yeah, I was just yeah. trying to be nice, and I was just like, you know what, whatever. Right. There family. were times here and there. Yeah, like my one family friend, she or he referred me, and then I got like seventy dollars. I remember for like a photo shoot, and I thought I made so much money. Oh like my I was gosh. like, oh my gosh, like seventy dollars for a photo shoot, whatever. And then. I talked to another photographer friend, and they were like, girl, you just got ripped off. And I was like, what? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> she was like, you edited, like, 70 pictures, sent them back, like, 100 pictures. Mm-hmm. You drove all the way to their house 30 minutes away, went to, a, like, a location. You did all this stuff for, like, three hours of your time. Like, yeah. And when she started to add everything up, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, that makes sense. So I remember going to Disneyland and, and contacting this photographer, and the race that she was charging, I was like gonna pass out i was like oh my gosh but it was like she charged like 250 for i think it was like five edited photos what something like that yeah it was like something that i thought was bizarre yeah it might have been (laughs) yeah like five edited photos and it was like 250 and you had like i think 30 minutes or something oh my god so it was like something like that yeah like she she definitely the thing was people actually would pay it because i mean her work was great you're in disneyland and For the quality of photos, you're going to get better pictures than what you would get from PhotoPass. Because they take a very standard, like, here's a picture in front of the castle. Yeah, Yeah, like, that's very normal. Mm -hmm. But Disneyland, like, she was very artistic and all that stuff. So, like, at the time, I was like, no. But looking back on it, I mean, I still think the prices were kind of crazy. But I probably would go back to Disneyland if I go back again and get a photographer there. Like, do something cool like that. Because that's a cool experience. You know, like, it's a a once-in-a-lifetime experience. So, I get it. But then, like I said, after talking to that girl... I realized, dang, I'm really charging super low for all the work and time that I'm putting into doing this. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that kind of ties in with that whole, like, figuring out your your worth. And also, because I was even afraid to raise my prices after that. Like, my friend's like, well, you should at least get, like, $100, you know, like, at least $100. Yeah. And I, was, and I would feel like, like, if I had one person I would send that to... Then and they would like not respond or be like no thank you. I would feel like dang like yeah, what did right? I do wrong? Yeah. I think rejection is a big part of it. Like getting That's rejected. True. That's true. I'm rejection like, is a big part. So yeah, the rejection yeah. sucks. Honestly, it's like. But then I think that's all just part of it. It's part of, like, conditioning ourselves to, like, you know, realize, like, no, we just can't accept, you know, just anything, you know. And it's okay. Rejection is okay. Like, not everyone can, you know, commit to a price that you set or, like, you know, not everyone can really recognize the value that you may be providing or that you know that you're providing to them. Like, even though you know, like, you're putting in your time and you're, like, 
expertise into something and you know that you're worth this much somebody else may think like oh i can go get it cheaper but really and truly they're they might not get the same quality of work you know like they're right. they're gonna end up you know getting the short end of the stick at the end of the day because they're not getting that work that you could have provided that value that you could have provided to them so yeah it's it's a big thing honestly i feel like it's it's a constant battle um to like really recognize and realize and and stick to your worth when when it comes to like money especially and you know asserting yourself or and like you know just putting yourself out there it's all it's like putting yourself out there it's and like sticking to that it's it's tough but right i don't know yeah I mean, it's 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 a constant battle i'm constantly looking at like i'm constantly googling like rates that people charge and like it's so hard to find explicit numbers like no one exactly. talks about numbers no one puts their numbers out there you find so many videos like on youtube of like oh how to price your photography or oh how to like get more money on youtube or whatever how much am i making on youtube and tiktok or whatever and you watch the video you're like wait there's not a number in this video <laughs> like right yeah it's like how like what what is the big secret like just share exactly the so no i agree 100 percent, 100 percent. and that's that's the hardest thing i mean it's it's i don't know i feel like it's always gonna be a constant battle where you have to kind of put like a game face on when mm-hmm. you deal with these things you have to kind of like get rid of that nice sweet you know side of like wanting to like make everyone happy that's true to being a, a businesswoman that's like so honestly true. a businesswoman <laughs> yeah. and i feel like this is a freelance people thing like people that do freelance work you know there's freelance writers freelance graphic designers mm-hmm. and for them like i get it like i mean for them it has to be hard to trying to figure out okay what do i charge people to make a logo or do this or do that you know yeah. i never question anyone for the price that they that they you know ask for because yeah. i feel like okay they know their value that's what they think that, or they feel like you know that they they know their worth yeah and if you don't agree with how much they charge you you move on to the next person you should never I know people sometimes tend to, like, bash those that are, like, expensive. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's ridiculous. That price is insane. But I think that they know what they're doing. They know their worth. And if you don't agree with it and if they're not willing to negotiate, you move on and go to the next person. You respect them. Because, I mean, shoot, if you're you're out here doing this on your own. Like, for me, social media is mainly my full-time job. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm going to get my money's worth out of the few brand deals I get a month. You know? like. Yeah. I'm going to get what it, I would get if I had a job. Yeah, so it's that's like, true. It's like if it's your livelihood, you have to like fight for yourself. You have to fight exactly, for that. Like, you exactly. won't settle because at the end of the day, your livelihood depends on it. So Right. Yeah. No, 100%. 100%. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I've kind of started to like also, you know, become right. more assertive and more, you know. That's I didn't true. realize I, I was really like suit like lowballing like for a while and it's funny as we're talking i actually got an email back from the company mm-hmm. and i guess this is a mistake i made that maybe i should actually talk about because it'll help other people okay so they had emailed me over a month ago uh-huh. and at the time i'm not gonna lie like my rates were pretty low they were probably about half of what i'm asking for now so they were pretty low and that was what i had told them i charged you know for proposed or whatever but my argument to them because now they're bringing that up and they're Uh-oh. like oh well a month ago you said this 
Well, I'm going to tell them also a month ago, I had like 100,000 followers less. Like I have grown because of my last Harry Potter videos, I have grown drastically. True. So I'm probably going to say that and be like, okay, well, my price have doubled because of this. Yeah. Uh, I also don't look dumb because like. Exactly. Literally. You know what? Yes. I am going to say that. At least thank goodness I have that to back me up. Because the truth behind it is that I was charging low and I had someone put me in check and say, no, Alexia, you're charging way too low. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what you should be charging. So it's like, okay, like, at least I have that. But luckily I have this to, like, cover up for that little boo-boo that I made on my own. (laughs) But the boo-boo is that you should always do your research and really know your worth before you, like, throw your price out there. I get it sometimes times are hard, like, and I like to make quick money if I can. Like, if you want me to make a quick post and you're going to charge, like, give me this much money, like, fine, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I have to start being, like, a little bit more like, no, I want I want this much for this. And, you know, get get my time's worth and stuff. But right. that was a boo-boo I just made. I'm like, oh, I look so it's silly, okay. but it's, it's fine. It's okay. It's a learning it's experience. Okay. It's a learning experience. And luckily, like you said, you have the, the growth to back your, your argument up, you know? Exactly. Even though you gave, even though you might have lowballed yourself a month ago when you first spoke to these people, You've yeah. had some significant growth. You reached 700k yeah. on TikTok. You know, you right. you've had some hit videos. So it's like, look, this is what happened. I'm growing exactly. more. I think I deserve more, you know. And I think yeah. another big thing that we have to like really do is be confident and like set in our our rates or or, or our prices or anything like that because something that I personally struggle with when people ask me, "Oh, how much do you charge for photos?" I'm always like, "Oh, um, oh i start at this price but like you know if you want more it goes up and i'm like it, it doesn't sound like a sure answer i'm always unsure exactly. of myself and i think that's something that i also need to work on is like i need to be comfortable saying a right mm-hmm. saying a rate or a price and i need to stick mm-hmm. to it and i need to be like okay it starts here but it's gonna go up to this if you want this it's gonna go up to this if you want this etc you know and yeah i'm constantly just like changing things which is so bad Mm -hmm. i need to like really solidify things because confidence really shows too confidence like when you're discussing things like that like business deals or negotiating anything you know people can tell how confident you are in yourself Mm -hmm. and if Mm -hmm. they if you kind of if you kind of seem like you're unsure of yourself they're gonna doubt you but when you come up exactly. and try to say a crazy rate too, they're gonna be like, "What? Like, <laughs> like yeah, you don't even seem sure of yourself. Why are you pitching this crazy rate? You know, exactly. But, I don't know. I mean, I think as creators though, we understand each other. You know, like like you were mm-hmm. saying, when you see a graphic designer charge a certain amount for a logo, or you see, you know, a photographer charge a certain amount, we kind of don't really question them because we know the amount of work that goes into these things. Mm-hmm. You know, even with that Disney photographer that you were talking about, even though Mm -hmm. 250 sounds a little outrageous for five photos, in reality, it's pretty standard. I mean, for a Disney photo, think about it, a Disney photo shoot, this person is going to Disney. Like, Mm -hmm. you said they have an annual pass, right? Yeah. Yeah, they pay for the annual pass to be at Disney Mm -hmm. to take the pictures. They're spending some time with you to take the pictures in these locations around all these people. It's crowded, you know. They know how to capture the right angle. They know how to capture the right moment when, you know, they have the right background with less people. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And they're editing the picture, you know. So it's like, it's five photos for 250 It sounds crazy, but in reality, it's probably 
it's probably right, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, it honestly, like, when I think about it, it honestly is, because yeah. you just think about, like, Disney parking, <clears throat> mm-hmm. how you have to get to Disney, like, yeah. you know, Disneyland, I remember we had to walk there, and we had to take, like, a trolley, like, it's, like, it's, like, a whole process, so. It's a trek, I yeah. Mean, <laughs> yeah, like, to do that whole trip, and then, you know, try to, and then attempt to take nice pictures amongst hundreds of people. In the heat, yeah. like, it's, yeah. it's a lot, no. yeah, so it's, she like. Had, she had the right idea. She definitely did, and I mean, I was bashing her first but now the more i think about it i'm like all right no you get your money sis it (laughs) makes sense right get get your money and that was her full-time job was photography so yeah i get it hustle i honestly yeah i think i think photography like being a freelance photographer is such a great job it's just finding the people that are willing to pay it like pay for your for your work because i know like me like being young i definitely gave a lot of people free photo shoots same. Like, just for, like, the... Yeah, it was, like, just, like, okay, whatever. Like, yeah. I like taking pictures, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I decided to realize, I'm like, dang. Like, I mean, people I wasn't even that close with were asking me to, like, come out and, like, meet them here and let's take pictures together. Like, yeah. And then, not to mention, when you're into photography, people will be your friend just for pictures. Literally. Just, if and they know you, you have a camera, they will just try to be your friend because you have a camera. <laughs> like Literally, I'm not even kidding. Yes. Yeah. Like, I would experience that with boys all the time. Like, you oh know, like, gosh. the cute, stylish boys or boys that thought they were cute and stylish, whatever. Oh, no. They <laughs> would always be like, okay, yeah, like, Lex, how about we hang out? Oh, my gosh. Like, we should go get dinner. And then we could go take pictures or, like, we can like, we can go get lunch or we can go shopping. And then we can go take pictures. There's wow. always And then we can go take pictures. Bring your camera. And I'm like yeah no Mm-mm. no honey no, no. <laughs> it's ironic and then it's ironic that everybody wanted me to go like with them to new york city any city trip i was always invited dang i wonder why but make sure you bring your camera and it's like all right dude i already know why like or what you expect but that's right? how it is as as a when you have a at least even when, even when you're not a professional and you just have a nice camera Yep. people will use that to their advantage like they will use it to their and then advantage, if you yeah. don't bring your camera they're like oh why didn't you bring your camera and then you start to feel guilty you're like right i should have brought my camera i should have <laughs> brought my camera but no the only ones that like i would do photo shoots now like with is because mainly because of my social media like and i want photos in return and obviously they don't have a camera like i do a lot of photo shoots like for example my cousin where i'll like, go take his pictures he takes mine mm-hmm. it's like a trade you know what yeah, i mean we're cousins yeah. too so it doesn't matter right but like friendships like that i think are more fair where it's like okay like i want pictures taken you want pictures taken all right we'll just do it for each other you know what mm-hmm. i mean like that's where it's like more fair but when it's just like a one-sided thing where it's just like or oh i hate when you like do a whole photo shoot of them they take like five pictures of you and like that's it i know and you know what i mean don't like, even come out that great and you're like no. wait i don't even like any of these pictures literally so. and you're over here breaking your back for this person literally. like Giving them the best photo shoot with the best angles yes, and everything. editing the pictures too afterwards. Yes, like. because that's another thing, mm-hmm. editing. Because I never want anyone to post my pictures like unedited or edited yes. by them. Because it's like if it's badly edited or if they look bad, then it reflects on me yes. as a Okay, I thought know? I was the only one that thought like that because... I like there was a time when I was watching this photographer's YouTube channel and she would always talk about how she would never give anybody raw pictures that were unedited mm. because that was her name like on the picture yeah, you know like exactly if, for example if somebody if a client posted that unedited and you know it doesn't look bad or it doesn't portray the quality of the photographer's work someone would be like like you know someone would think like oh why would i hire this person like i don't really like their picture it can it can lose clients yeah. you know it can lose mm-hmm. potential like 
business and you know so it's it's risky honestly people are exactly. people a lot of people don't realize that people are just so eager to get their pictures instantly but they don't realize right. like there's so much more to it you know so exactly it's it's no, hard out yeah. here <laughs> Well, no, 100%. I agree, 100%. That's always, I think, something that I always face struggles with because, especially with friends, because they always just want their pictures right away. Mm -hmm. They're like, okay, just send me the pictures right away, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. And, like, then I'm like, it's, honestly, it's a nice favor that we do on our side. Yeah. Because, let me tell you guys, something: downloading pictures and editing, that thing, it takes so much time. It's time-consuming. So much time. Like, and I got to a point, even, like, with my own, like, family, like, I've done, like, I'll do photo shoots for my friends, my family, all that. But it's gotten to a point, even with family, where they, like, always want photo shoots, always want photo shoots, always want photo shoots. Mm-hmm. I'm over here editing, editing, editing. And I I recently had one of my family members ask me for a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, listen, I'm going to have to start charging. Like, <laughs> And it's like, we're family, but because of my busy schedule, like, and I, because I had originally said, listen, I can't do it. Like, I, I can't because I'm so busy. Like, I really yeah. am, like. I've just been so busy lately that I don't have time to, to go do it. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, no, well, you know what, I'll pay you. Like, And I'm like, okay, I think that's more fair because I'm taking the time out of my day. Like, mind you, I'm still taking five classes my last semester. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm doing my social media stuff, like, and I have a separate job, too. So it's like I'm always, like, now busy, busy, busy. Yeah. That it's like I and I feel like sometimes people don't realize it when you're a freelance person how much work goes into it. Yeah. Because I think they imagine us as just like oh they just are home and like they do occasional photo shoots here they do this here and there and I'm like no we have schedules we do things every day we have routines like you know we have like a life of like things that we have to do so with even with family I think that sometimes we also feel hesitant but sometimes it's like hey like we're family and i'll do it for you 100 percent. like mm-hmm. and i've always done it for free but if i'm like i mean i'll do what i can and it, it if we live closer maybe i would be more like but sometimes it's like i don't know maybe I'm, maybe i'm wrong for charging family i don't know no, but no 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 i don't i think don't know you're wrong at all honestly i've always heard i don't know if you've heard it but i've always heard that you should never mix like business and family yeah, um, you should true. stick to your stick to whatever your, whatever your business is that you need to stick to it no matter who it is approaching you like Honestly, I mean yeah. I struggle with it too like I my family you know I would I love taking pictures of my family like whenever they ask right. me to take pictures for like an occasion like I just did my cousin's graduation pictures and I loved mm-hmm. doing that you know because yeah. like it's a it's their special moment I love them you exactly. know and I want to like capture their special moment so I would totally you know okay doing that and yeah. luckily, you know, I was in the position where, you know, it didn't matter if it, if I got paid or not, you know, and it was right. fine. But I can, you know, if it was another situation where, you know, I'm, I'm like busier, for example, in your situation where you've got so many commitments now, you know, you're mm-hmm. in school again, you are, you know, have a job, you have social media to keep up with, you know, you have things that you're mm-hmm. constantly doing, fulfilling adding a photo shoot to the list is it's not just a one-day thing it's a multi-day process you know multiple hours goes into it multiple days and sometimes it's even it's it's also like a mental and emotional strain as well you know being creative being a creative person takes its toll on your mental on your mental health and your emotional health because mm-hmm. we're passionate about it you know we put our passion exactly. we put our heart into it like we really really truly care about the quality of work we put out so we try to make it exactly. the best that we can and it takes a lot of like emotion out of you and a lot of like strength out of you because you want to like make it the best that you can 
and it's mm-hmm. draining sometimes you're not in the mood too sometimes you know you can't at least for me sometimes i can't edit photos sometimes because i can't bring myself to like put that energy out to like yep. edit it well so i have to wait mm-hmm. until that energy comes back or like for that right moment to like really get into it and dedicate the time to do it because if i do it at the wrong time where i'm not feeling it it probably won't come out that good honestly <laughs> like yeah so it's yeah, so yeah. many factors so many factors so no i get it 100 mm-hmm. that's that's kind of yeah that's kind of i guess how i feel too i'm like i mean yeah like okay it may take an hour to have a photo shoot whatever mm-hmm. but I feel like the editing and downloading and sending process is the hardest part. (laughs) Yes, that's the longest, hardest part. Like, half the time when I do things for free, like, I don't get on it right away because I don't have the time, you know? Like, and I think we talked about being picture hoarders before, but I will, I struggle with sending pictures right away. Like, I'll have like a friend text me a couple days after and be like, hey, no, where's my pictures? And I forget sometimes, and it's not on purpose, I promise. I don't hoard pictures on purpose. Like, my yeah. family always teases me about it. Literally this past weekend, you know, we got together and they were like, oh, we're going to take the pictures on our phone because Rehan never sends pictures. And I'm like, <gasps> okay, know. that's true. <laughs> like, I know it's true. Just calm down. Like, chill. Right. But, I mean, it's right. just, it's honestly, it's because it's such a time-consuming process. And, mm-hmm. you know, us just being creatives, like we said, like, if I look at the picture, even though this was, like, a, a family event, casual, I don't need to edit the pictures. If I look at it and I see, like, oh, this could be better, I want to edit it. Right. But I can't. I don't have the time to edit that. it, you know? It's, no, like, I get it. it's just so much. And then when there's no money involved, honestly, this is just being totally, like, straight up and, and real. Like, we're just Honest. being real about it. When there's no money involved, there's just less motivation, motivation. honestly, because it yep. feels like why am I, like, putting so much work and energy into something where I'm not really even getting anything out of it? Like, sometimes I try to tell myself, oh, I need to build up my portfolio, so I'm going to do this this job. But, like, I know my work. Like, I have work in my portfolio. I don't really need to do free work to add to my portfolio, you know? Like Exactly. So, it's just, it's a constant battle. (laughs) So Right. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel the same exact way. It's a Mm -hmm. constant... A constant battle because man it's it's not easy like it's not it's not easy but i feel like going through this process has like taught me so much that i feel like i can definitely like apply it to like the future and like what i want to do and like whatever i do in life like even when they say i mean I, i've heard that in the future some people negotiate like their pay for example mm-hmm. like things like that yeah like a salary. i feel like yeah salary so yeah. i feel like this is something that you can apply to anything that you do in life because you're always going to have to stand up for yourself for many different reasons you know like i know people have even fought their own grades before like what they've gotten a grade for like and have argued no i think that this was you know worth more than that or i should have gotten a higher grade for that so i feel like this has taught me just like overall like i'm not gonna lie like i feel like a baddie because (laughs) i really get into this mode now where i'm like you know what no like yeah i'm gonna like and i'm already planning my email back like right after this podcast is done i'm sending an email back Mm -hmm. but it's like a very like i've been able to balance being a nice person while also being a business person where it's like you know it doesn't mean that you have to be this rude nasty person but no you just have to be stern professional and like straight up like that is sorry but like you know this is what i want and this is if you're not gonna do it we can negotiate if not thanks for asking you know like thanks for asking for me that is it's kind of one of those things we have to be able to handle rejection as well because it doesn't mean that oh like you know what yeah i'm worth 
this much money and I'm going to charge that much money. Like, I'm worth that now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that everyone's always going to, like, be like, okay, yeah, I want to work with you still. Like, no, you're probably going to get a lot of people that are going to be like, no, you charge too much for your pictures. I'm sorry. Like, I'll go to the next person. Or they, they might even try to guilt trip you and say, actually, this other photographer said that they charge this much and you charge this much. I'll go with them instead. Like, they try to, like, manipulate you they do into you changing your prices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know even, like, with, like, what I'm going, like, you know, going through or dealing with, they're like, oh, well, we have a budget and we already have this other, other influencers who are charging this much. Okay, ma'am. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Like, that's it. You know what I mean? Go like. That's kind of what I had to deal with. So it's like, we just have to kind of be able to handle rejection as well because it doesn't always mean you're going to get what you want, you know? Like, right. we might, I mean, we might be talking a big talk right now, but when we go out and, you know, try to put our price out there, we might get shot down. It's true. Yeah, no, we, <laughs> have to be, I mean? we have to be okay taking a loss, honestly. Because at the end exactly. of the day, we're not, realistically, not everything works out. Not everything, Mm-mm. you know, you're not no. going to, you're not going to get every job that you think you're going to get. You know, you're not going to get every gig that you thought you might get. Like, some things, if, like, the price being the one that we're talking about right now, if price is the the deciding factor between you getting a a gig or a job or not, and someone doesn't want to pay you your price, like, that's okay. You have to be, we have to, like, really be okay taking that loss and taking that rejection because, you know, we have to, like, stick to our value and stick to our worth. And like you said, this can be applied to so many things in life, you know any job that you're gonna go into you always hear about people saying like negotiate your salary like you know if you're if you're going into a job where they're saying they want to pay you this much but you feel like you deserve more you feel like this job is going to entail so much more I think I need to get paid more you have to be ready to like pitch that because this is a these are big commitments you know these are time commitments you know these are Mm -hmm. life commitments these are things that are going to go on your record you know, like your portfolio, whatever it may be, your resume. So you have to be okay and confident knowing, like, I'm worth this. You know, I deserve this. So I'm going to tell people that I'm worth this and that I deserve this. And they can take it or leave it, (laughs) you know? Absolutely. I know we're, like, big talking here, but it's the reality and it's the truth, you know? it's This is kind of like a pep talk for ourselves, too. (laughs) Yeah, right. Honestly, yeah. I feel like, you know, we have to... We really have to build up this confidence because, you know, we constantly just lowball ourselves and I'm tired of it. <laughs> like, Me I'm, too, yeah. I'm really tired of it. I'm, I'm just ready to, like, you know, be solidified in my value and my work. I know what I bring to the table. So I'm ready to, like, be okay with that, be okay sharing that. Yeah. So a hundred percent yeah i feel like girl after this podcast we're gonna go busting out the door <laughs> yeah, literally <laughs> busting out the door with our new rates that we have literally but it's so true though like know your worth and know what your time is worth mm-hmm. like just don't lowball yourself anymore yeah. this is your calling to stop lowballing like know your worth and don't let anyone tell you your worth either because you're the one that does the work. You're the one that has to, like, sit there for hours and edit a picture, or sit there for hours and make a video. Like, no one else has to do it. So don't be afraid to charge what you think you're worth. It's true. Time time really is money. Like, you, you know, time you, is hear, money. you hear it all the time, but it's so true. Time is money because we only have 24 hours in a day. And these hours be passing by fast. <laughs> like, <laughs> Who are you telling? Who are like, you telling? I'm like, 
it's already five o'clock yeah. like about six o'clock and i feel like i haven't even done everything i have to do today yeah i can imagine same like i, I still have so many things that i'm supposed to do today and the day is like pretty much almost over it's like exactly it's it's not it's no it's no game around here <laughs> no know? it's no game so, it's literally no game yeah i mean i know that we we really focus this on around money but I feel like it's yeah. an important topic to bring up because nobody talks about it, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, people do, yeah. But, like, you know, it's not a, to- a topic that's common to talk about because it's so, like, oh, hush, hush. But I think yeah. it's important to, like, bring this to light, especially since it's applicable right now. You know, you're going through, yeah. you know, this time where you're figuring out what you're worth, what your rates should be. And you want to stand up for that. And, you know, so I exactly. feel like a lot of people can find some some value in this and i feel like we can talk about value and self-worth in so many other areas too like not just yeah. money like with people relationships so we could do a part two mm-hmm. <laughs> we can do a part two part we three. got so much to talk about yeah honestly. like this is like an ongoing topic but the money thing is relevant right now we try to secure yeah. bags <laughs> we try to secure bags out here it's a tough world we live in okay no really and truly. tough economy mm-hmm. honestly really and truly i mean but yeah we out here. Yeah. We out here. You <laughs> we know. Out here. You have well, anything else you want to add? I mean, that's pretty much it. Like, I mean, all I got to say is just know your worth. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Stop being afraid. Part being a business person to being a nice person. Like, keep the two separate. That's it. Yeah. That's that's also a really good thing worth mentioning. It's like, because I feel like I struggle with that, too. Like, I'm a pretty, like, I pride myself in being a kind person and a generous person. Yeah. So that's why, you know, it's hard when you have to, like, kind of change that up a little bit and put on, like, a stronger demeanor to, like, you know, communicate something like money, for example. So sometimes you you fear, like, how people are going to view you. But I feel like we have to really get over that and separate Mm -hmm. the two, you know, personality and your nature is not the same thing as business, you know, like you mm-hmm. said. So, exactly. Yeah, we have we have yep. to we have to. Well, I think we'll grow into it. We'll we'll develop into it, and you know, it's a work in progress. So exactly, yeah. exactly. So hopefully, we'll do more podcasts in the future about topics like this, yeah. or maybe we'll do like a part two of this. Um, but I think that pretty much wraps it up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this was good. Hope hopefully you guys found it helpful. Hopefully you guys found it entertaining. If anything, hearing more about our exactly. money stories. <laughs> yes, but, um, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Please be sure to keep up with us on Instagram at Diary of an LDF Podcast. We are trying to build it up. <laughs> Let us know what yes. you want to hear. <laughs> like DM us podcast episode ideas, please. We are begging you. <laughs> yes but, please yeah no but i think that but that about wraps it up so thank you All guys right. for listening okay. we will talk to you thank guys, guys next week listening. bye bye All right. Are you ready? Rhea, are you introducing? Oh, sorry. Ready? Set.
go. Ah! Perfect. All right. All right, let's go. And I'm Alexia. Super excited. Go ahead, Keenan, take it away. <laughs> yes. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We are so excited to have Keenan. Of course. Of course. This guy right here, guys, he is a man of wisdom. What can we say? I mean, really, like you're in I feel like when I look at Keenan, I don't know, I feel like you just know, you're so knowledgeable on so many different things. Like, not even just, like, when it comes to politics, but even just, like, I admire how you travel and how you learn so much about different cultures. Like, it really is fascinating. So, I think that's exciting. That's Yeah, of course. Of course. But we're excited to have you. Re, what do we want to, where do we want to start? I mean, what are we going to do? We do. We do. Exactly. Yeah. Right away. <sighs> Let's exactly. Where should we where should we start? Yes. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> we didn't we should have had the thing about like you can is like I feel like I'm not into, like, we were talking about this. We're not really political people, like, and I know it's, like, a weird thing to say, especially nowadays, but what we mean by that is we're just not knowledgeable. I mean, I feel like I'm not knowledgeable. I learned so much while I was in D.C. that I had no idea about none of that stuff, you know? Like, I learned so much. So I feel like every time I see your post, I'm like, this is the only guy I see that gets it, like, that I can agree with 100%, where it's, like, you just, because you could tell that, like, your perspective is not, and was I, am, am I frozen? Did I freeze? Hello? Sorry. Oh my gosh. I'm back. Okay. Should I start over like from that part or just like keep going? Yeah. Oh my god, it's okay. No, it's fine. I mean he he introduced himself with it. So it's fine. It's fine. Um 
Exactly. It's 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 a struggle. So I just continue like Yeah. Okay, how about I'm gonna start from the beginning just so that we cut and then just like start from there. Okay. What I was saying was that me okay, what was I trying to say? The <laughs> the greatest part about having Keenan on the podcast is that neither I, like me or re are people who like i would say are political and like i, I mentioned how i that's not the right thing to say nowadays but like i don't mean it like that like, i mean it in a way where like we're just not as knowledgeable as we know other people are and like when it comes to policies and all these different things like we really don't know so i think that's the great part about having you because i feel like you are the only person i see on instagram that like gets it like i understand a hundred percent like your perspective i like am with you a hundred percent like i'm like keenan for president like this is what we need because I think, like, you you just are so unbiased and you actually, like, you could tell, like, it's a perspective from the people. Like, we are for the people, you know? So I think that you're just so knowledgeable on that. And that's what we needed you last episode because, I mean, I know me, I, I talk, it's okay, no. Yeah. Right. As long as it didn't, yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes.
Yeah. My, I'm sorry, no, go ahead, go ahead. Exactly. Yeah. And I was going to ask you, because like, I know for me, like I wasn't really like ever into politics at all. Like I was like, oh, I've never been into politics until I went to DC, like when I actually lived there. And I know you've lived there like more than once. So do you feel like that also impacted your interest in politics, like living in DC? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. Mm hmm. Hmm. Oh, yeah. ridiculous ridiculous barely could afford to live <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah Exactly. <laughs> Shout out FIU. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Right. I was going to say, and I, I never thought about it. It's actually until you mentioned it, how much that like affects our like our future politicians like the ones that are going to be out there because if people that are coming from where we are like can't afford to go out there and intern and work their way up how the heck are they ever going to get in there you know it's kind of like that's the that's the part that people don't get is we don't get to like aoc was a perfect example of someone who actually was able to start from the bottom and you know made her way in you know yeah Yeah, her story is, uh, yeah.
Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is so true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's it was it was definitely an experience, a challenge for all of us. But I think we all learned from that experience. Like, if you, I mean, I feel like my my internship really did like you know impact me in great ways. You know, I met amazing people, experienced something new, and even though I wasn't into politics, it was like, all right, well, I got to experience something different. You know. But I, I also got to see like an insight exactly of what DC was. And it was really kind of, for me, honestly disappointing because it felt like that. You know, we were amongst business people who were all just, you know, like standard guys, like rich people like that were working within like, you know, the like the basically the people that are running our country is what we were, you know, experiencing. So it definitely was like, I mean, it was refreshing to see FIU who was, you know, we had people of color. We had people of just so many different types of people that were out here, like who were not coming from wealth, who were not coming from, you know, like money, like getting to have this opportunity. Like that's the one thing I am thankful to FIU, even though I'm not into politics, but I'm glad to see that those people are getting, you know, their feet wet in politics and getting to experience it because we need them for our future, you know? The normal people, the average person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. 
I don't blame you. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. Kaden.
Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a great way to look at it, Keenan, because I feel like a lot of people don't look at it from that perspective. Like, a lot of people in this election didn't want to vote because they didn't like, you know, obviously either candidate. But when you look at it that perspective, okay, who is it going to affect besides me? You know, because I feel like I look at it a lot like that. You know, even though I'm Hispanic, I'm Puerto Rican, we have U.S. citizenship. But I always think of the other Hispanics that don't. Like, I, I, you know, I look at who's doing the best for immigration, who's doing the best to protect the people that are here. So I feel the same way about that, where I have to, like, I always think of them before I think of myself because I'm privileged. I consider us Puerto Ricans as privileged Hispanics because we are born with U.S. citizenship, you know. But these other people who are, like, fleeing to this country obviously don't. So that was a concern I had, too. I always think about them. I'm like, it's it's so hard not to, like, um, to just ignore them or act like, you know, because some Puerto Ricans do that. And as you know, they made jokes about the Cubans, too, because have you guys seen that? The Cubans with the... <laughs> And you guys are in Miami too, so I could only imagine. Did you guys watch the music video? The yes. Did you watch? <laughs> Yo, I can't... I need to get his reaction to it because it was in Miami they filmed it. No, that was Miami. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh my gosh. Mm-mm. The one day you're in Broward, I'm dead. That is funny. Yeah. It's hard. We'll say that for another episode. <laughs> but I... No, I was to say, I think that's the great part about Keenan, though, is that you could you look at it from every perspective. Even how you said, like, how you look at the voters who don't vote, you know? Like, anyone else would be like, oh, voters that don't vote, they're horrible people. But sometimes it's like you have to look at the circumstances, which I kind of understand where you're coming from, too, where it's like, I mean, I, even I don't, even I'm trying to have trouble understanding sometimes, but I, I, it's good to look at every, every angle and every perspective, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Three and a... <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Did you guys... Did you guys have vote on the machine thing? Oh, yeah. You had the mail-in, right? Oh, because oh, in, so in New Jersey. I was excited. I was so excited to go vote in person. Like, I was so hyped. And I go in, and the guy's like, and my mom had told me, bring your mail-in ballot just in case, because I think they're going to throw it out if you vote there. And I go in, and the guy's like, yeah, just go sit in that corner, and it has, like, a thing like that, and fill out the mail-in ballot. I was like, New Jersey, that's how they did it. Everyone had the mail-in ballots. I was, like, I wanted to get to experience, you know, like, not, you know. Yeah. It was whatever. It's okay. I'll get it in another four years. Yeah. Right. It does. It does. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> right. Wow. Right. 
I know. I know. New York City too. Like I know. Um, <laughs> my friend had texted me because Timothy Chalamet was gonna be at um like one of these like like parties they were having after like the election, and he was like gonna be there like you know to celebrate like you know the the results. And I was so mad because she had texted me and she was like, yo, like, should we go right now? And her and I were debating for so long because we were literally going to pack up and go. And then we, were, we ended up checking out. But I kind of wish we did because it looked like it was so much fun. But I was like, dang, that would have been a cool experience. I should have done it. Yeah. Exactly. It felt... I mean, we got to experience it virtually. The way I look at it. Social media, I mean, if you think about it, uh, the way I look at it, sometimes social media is like seeing those people virtually. Like that, like the people Keenan described, depending on who you follow. Like I, I mean, my my timeline was full of celebrations and everyone was just happy. And even on TikTok posting videos, like everyone was just good. And I was like, oh, this is cute, you know? Oh my gosh. For real. Yeah. Keenan, do you ever think about getting into journalism? Could you see yourself being a journalist? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I could just see you covering all that stuff, you know, like... I mean, you get to, you. I know traveling, you see so much, you know? It's like, I mean, I enjoyed just watching your stories, and I'm like, oh, I gotta be like Keenan, you know? Honestly, me and we talk about all the time. We're like, oh my gosh, Keenan, we were so inspired by you, like living your life, and it's just amazing. Yeah, right. <sighs> yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. Oh. Yeah. 
<laughs> We're skipping. Oh, yeah. Yeah, honestly. I mean, that's the best thing to do is, like, look at the positives out of everything. Because this year has not been easy. It's been rough. I think we've all dealt with our own, you know, different different things that just slapped us in the face. But pushing forward, trying to make the best out of it now, you know? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's wow. Yeah. That, that's a, yeah. That's a really what you just said was really like that was really deep. That I was like, dang. Yeah, cause. Me too, right? It's I, because I, I feel like people make it seem so bad to be sensitive, you know, like oh, Alexia's so sensitive, or like, or they watch what they say. Yeah, so we really think about it as like a bad thing. But you're right, you're absolutely right. Oh my gosh, yes, I love it. Mm-hmm. 
spring. That is so true. That is so true. It's really important to get to make sure you spend time with yourself. And like, I think as another thing is just like in our world, we just work, 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 work to the point where we can't work no more. Literally, you know, like it's it's hard. But I think that's what's important is like to take. I mean, I'm I'm all for calling off work. I tell this to people all the time. Like, baby, if you need a break, I get you know you need money and everything. But your mental health comes first because there ain't no point in living this life just to work and not be happy, you know? Like, if you got to take some time, take some time, you know, because it's rough. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Huh? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And now that you mentioned that whole like laying off thing, I, I know Disney, they laid off so many workers that when I did my Disney college program, I worked with them and a lot of them had moved there. They were like, oh, I'm going to stay here after my program, work at Disney. And they were all let off. Literally all my friends that worked at Disney were let off. And it was so sad to think how like they had like, you know, this was their dream. They wanted to eventually not only work at the parks, but work for like the actual, you know, like working PR for Disney, work in graphic design for Disney. And to be let go like that, I mean, I can only imagine how they're feeling. Those people out there that, you know, experience something like that. It's just horrible, you know? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Exactly. 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 Yeah, Disney has no excuse. That's the way I thought about it because, I mean, like, and I experienced that. Like, I have talked to Rhea about this, but I experienced that working 
for Disney, which I will one day talk about another day. But let's just say that the cast members at Disney, they are so undervalued. Like they're not appreciated for the work that they do. To have to be happy constantly, to have to deal with mean guests, rude guests who cuss you out and you have to be like, have a magical day, you know, like these are people and and people with like lives and families. I mean, I experienced a mom who was a single mom working at Disney. I mean, she would work like literally from 4 a.m. until like 5 p.m. to try to make money because her husband had cancer. Like the things you see and she was let go. And I'm like, dude, like this is disgusting that they would let go of people like this who have lives like this. And now they're like left to the dust, even though she's had years working for Disney. It's like, it's it it shows you how these companies like you said keenan only care about profit and it just makes you not want to support them anymore i'm just kind of like oh i know <laughs> it is exactly there is hope hope to the future No. Exactly. Yeah. Facts. Period. <laughs> <laughs> love that yeah Exactly. Yay.
guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's the best perspective, honestly. <laughs> um. <laughs> Let's wait for real thing. Yeah, that's funny. Guess it's time to talk. Yes. No. <laughs> that's the way, yep. Um, we... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So let's do that. That's probably better. Yeah, what? <laughs> oh my gosh. I like that. Take it away, Keenan. Oh, I think that's great. I say Keenan starts.
Oh, we'd love that for you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yep. I always say, I mean, COVID has become something that we just have to, we for now, learn to live with, right? Like, obviously, you're being safe and, you know, like, that's the best part is just not, you know, not let, not stop. We're not stopping life. You know, we did. Oh, yeah. I feel like I this whole year, my whole year being 22, 22, that, this age for me was like, I never got to experience it. I don't know what 22 was like. You know what I mean? I really don't. Yeah, that's what I feel. Yeah, it's like a big gap. However old you are now, I feel like like it's. I mean, the year's ending already, and I'm like, it's already gonna be 2021, and I missed out on the. I spent my birthday in quarantine. Like, I missed out half my life. What it feels like a part of my life, you know. But yeah, yeah, yes, literally. I was gonna tell myself like, so I'm like, I didn't get to experience that, but we're we're being positive. Things that you know, we're looking forward to like the future and. A vaccine, like you said, hopefully, you know, these cases will go down and we could start to, you know, have some normalcy again, you know? So that's, at least in this country. Um, so that's the exciting thing, I guess, to look for, to look forward to, you know? But, yeah. Yes. Yes, travel. Yay, we're excited. Woohoo! Yay, <laughs> we love it. We love to see it. Yeah, yeah, I think we're ready to close up. Thank you, Keenan. It was so fun oh my gosh oh i love it for sure we love we love it yeah i was gonna say why don't you start a podcast Yeah, you should do it, honestly. And all the experiences you have, especially while you're traveling, you can record while you're traveling. That is so cool. Like doing social media stuff. I feel like you're good, though. Like, I feel like you're really, like, I think you're good. Like, I, I, I think you're an artsy person. 
I think you got it. You have your own aesthetic to it. Do it. I will listen. Yes. Yes. We can't wait. We love it. Of course. And yeah, like always, to everyone listening, be sure to follow our Instagram at Diary of an LDF Podcast. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.